0: When Moshe Rabbeinu approached Pare with the demand from Hashem to release Kalisral from its rhyme, Pare refused to let them go. So Hashem tells Moshe, I'll let you in on a little secret. Leich al Pare ba'boiker. Get up early in the morning. That is when Pare goes out of the water. Tell him, if you don't release Kalisral from servitude, I will bring forth the first plague. Why did Moshe have to wake up early to go to Pare? Sarashi so quotes a Medrash, oysa, atzme, Pare wanted the world to believe that he was a God. Va, oimer, she, a he told everyone that he didn't need to relieve himself. So he would secretly go out early in the morning to the Nile River Va, oysa, shem, to take care of his bodily needs. So Hashem told Moshe, Go and meet him there, catch him in the act. Show him that you're on to him. Show him that you know that he's no God. This is a well-known Madrash. There's another amazing madrish that's not so well-known. And this is an unbelievable Madrash. The madrish says, Do you know why Pare woke up early and went to the Nile when no one would see him? Because Pare knew that the first plague was imminent. And his power and his sovereignty over the Jewish people would then be in jeopardy. Therefore, says the madrish, something incredible. Parai rotsa la'asek betfila Para got up early in the morning because he wanted to engage a Kaddish Baruch Hu in tefillah. So Hashem tells Moshe, quickly before Parah goes out to the Nile, the of Hashem implored Moshe, go out early before Parah has an opportunity to pray. Preempt Para's tefillah. Why? Because after he prays, it would be too late. The decrees against Para and his people would then be nullified. What an incredible madrash. From this message it seems that if Parah had managed to daven early in the morning before Moshe approached him, the Makkas would have never happened. Paris tefilas would have been accepted and Akkadish Baruch would have answered his prayers. And Parah Mitzrayim would have been saved from the plagues. Why? Because ki'ata Ata Shemei HaTfilah's Hashem listens to whoever turns to him in prayer. It doesn't matter who it is. Even a Russia-like Parah. Yes, the same Parah who enslaved and tormented an entire nation killed thousands of children, bathed in their blood, threw thousands of babies into the Nile, stuffed thousands more in a wall. And about this wicked person, Hashem tells Moshe, you better make sure to get there before he does and has a chance to them. What well, we infer from this madrush is that even Paris' prayers had extraordinary power. And if Paris' prayers could have stopped Moshe's plan in his tracks, we can just imagine the power and the potency of the tefillas of Qa Yisrael. It has enormous strength. It has the ability to overturn any decree. There's a fascinating story told about an American bacher learning by Rev David in Brisk. The bacher was visiting the Kaisel and saw an American guy riding a kvittel and placing it into one of the cracks. And the bacher was intrigued. What the man could have possibly have written? After the man left, the bacher went to that spot, pulled out the note and read the message. It was written in English. For the sake of God, There's a football game right now between my Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Please let me know who won the game. I'm at the Plaza Hotel, room number 450. Thank you. And he signed his name, Alex. The Bacher decided to answer the man's prayer. He calls his father in the U.S. and asks him who won the football game. And the father was taken aback. You're learning in Brisk. What does this have to do with Zvachem and Menachas? He said, Dad, I'll explain it later. The father checked the results of the game and told the son. The bacher took a cab to the Plaza Hotel, went to the man's room, knocked on his door, and the man asked, Who's there? And the boy says, Are you Alex? And the man said, Yes. The bacher replied, I'm a messenger from God. And the man was annoyed. What do you want, messenger of God? And the bacher replied, You ask God who won the football game? And the man was stunned. He opens up the door. And the boy says, God sent me to tell you that your team won. And the man was so excited, and he thanked him profusely. Then he pulls out his checkbook and writes him a check for $2,000. This is for the messenger of God. The Bacha returned to Yeshiva, and he and his friends began debating whether he was allowed to keep the money. They said, you lied, you're not a messenger of God. And the Bacha told them, if I were to tell him that Hashem asked for $2,000, it would certainly be forbidden. But here, the guy gave it on his own. While the Bacharim were discussing the Shailah and Bismedrish, the Rosh Hashivah, Reb David Zatzel, saw them arguing. And he asked, what are you discussing? And they told him the story. And we're discussing if he's allowed to cash the check or not. And Reb David told them, Bacharim, you are all missing the main lesson of the story. And Reb David said, my takeaway from this story is, a guy just asked Hashem for something and Hashem answered his prayer. What a perspective from a godladar. And this opens up a whole new storyline. What gave this Baha the audacity to open the note, spend money and travel all the way to see this man? It's all from Hashem. The guy asked Hashem to tell him who won the game and Hashem answered him. Why did Hashem answer him? It's to teach us a profound lesson. Even when a guy asks for something, even something so trivial, so inconsequential, they get an answer. All the more so when a Yid asks Hashem, I need Parnassus to send my children to Yeshiva. I need health to serve you better. And if Hashem listens to the tefillahs of the wicked and evil pare, and to a non-Jew that asks for something so irrelevant, how much more should we recognize the power of our Tfilas? And now we know. Have a wonderful day.